Dustin Wolf joins us here in the Doug Lacey's Basement Systems Hot Stove Lounge as well. How are we doing? Good. How are you guys? Good. How how'd you shoot? Team played pretty well. It was a uh, twelve under, but I mean that's nothing. Nothing close to what the winners are going to have. <laughs> that's a that's a veteran move, right? Straight to the team. The team. Straight to the team. <laughs> okay, how did you contribute to the team? I was good off the tee. Okay. okay. That was good. See, Fair enough. I got some length to my drives, but everything else is kind of a mixed bag. Uh, see, that's honesty. That's a, that's a I, good awareness of your game. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Dustin Wolf with us here as uh, he enters another season with the Flames organization. How uh, – Geez, it's been a while since we've spoken to you because we spoke to you a lot there as the American League season was ending into the playoffs. Uh, what was the summer like, though? How you uh, how you feeling for another year? It was great. Um, you know, summer flies by fast every year. Um, you know, it was a good summer of training. I was here most of the summer training with Dubes and a few other guys. Um, so obviously looking forward to getting camp started next week and You'll see what uh, the season holds here. So, uh, what is that? Is that the first time you've stuck around here primarily for the summer? Yeah. So, first summer I've stayed here relatively the whole time. Um, I went to Los Angeles for about the whole month of August, but other than that, I was here, and um, you know, it was good to to be with Rick and Kalen and Gordon. Um, you know, try to prepare myself the best for for this upcoming season. So, what? Uh, how? How? How do you think it might make a difference being here in Calgary pretty much all summer long? I mean, they work us hard. Workouts are no breeze by any means. And, um, you know, they suck in the moment. But at the same time, they uh, <laughs> hopefully they benefit you for for the long run here. And um, I guess we'll see for next week in testing. Uh, how are how are you feeling? What's, uh, what's the excitement level like to get another year going here? Yeah, obviously, I think there's a... Uh, you know, a big season ahead of me for myself and also for, for the teams, um, whether it's the Wranglers or, or the Flames. Um, you know, I want to come into camp and, you know, show what I can do and try to push for a job and, um, you know, just try to do whatever I can to, to help whatever team I'm on, you know, win games. What uh, what a little bit more uncertainty maybe in terms of where you're going to play. You were the last guy to start a game in the NHL for the Flames in game 82. What is is that exciting? Is that uncertainty knowing that maybe there's even a little bit more there for, for you to be taking and uh, a little bit more on the table? I'm just curious how that motivates a guy like you. Yeah, obviously I still got to prove myself. You know, one game is one game. That's not, you know, it's not much to pride yourself on yet, but um like I said, just try to come in and, and win a job. Um, you know, I think it's good. We got three of us trying to to fight for it, and um, you know, at the end of the day, I want to help the team win games. And um, you know, I feel like the guy that's doing that best is going to have a good opportunity. Flames goaltender Dustin Wolf with us here on Flames Talk West. How do you approach that? Because I I know that you're so respectful of Jacob, you're so respectful of Dan, and and yet you want to play in the NHL. You know, and and you don't obviously fault any prospect who wants to take the next step so so how do you sort of approach that going into training camp that you're there to try to maybe swipe a job from one of the established guys yeah I mean they're both outstanding human beings um you know obviously good buddies of mine and you know at the same time you're you're working for a paycheck and a job and um you know you want to do everything you can to to show the staff and your teammates that you know you're here to to help the team win and help the team you know succeed and you know the end goal win a cup and um, you know I think it's 
it's going to come a lot down to how camp goes and how the start of the season goes and um, just kind of go from there, I guess. You mentioned, you know, one NHL game under your belt so far. Did you, do you have any keepsakes from April 12th? Like when you, when you look back, obviously you've got the memories, but I'm curious, you, you've worked your whole life to play in the NHL and, and I know you're not satisfied with it being one game, but did you keep anything from that night that's going to be important to you? Um, I mean, obviously the puck, I think the, the team took the puck and is framing it or something. Um, so that'll probably be number one. Um, I'm not sure if I kept much of anything else. I have my jersey from that game. Okay. So that's probably the biggest thing. Um, but I mean, you have the memories and the pictures and, you know, the stories to tell. So that's probably the biggest thing, I think. What about the confidence? You mentioned the memories, but how much confidence did you take from your first game at the NHL level being as successful as yours was? Yeah, I mean, it's a building block to to start on. Um, still a lot more to prove, and hopefully I can do what I normally do here in camp and show what I'm made of. And, um, and again, I want to show the staff that I'm here to compete and want to want to play games regularly. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I I'm always curious. Like on a day like today, we've got sponsors. There's fans, big time supporters of, of both the Flames and, and the Wranglers that you get to kind of mix and mingle with. What what do you hear from people, and, and and what does that sort of tell you about the impact that you've made so far in this city? Yeah, I mean it's awesome. People come up to me and they, I feel like they know everything about me, and <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird in a way, but you know it's pretty cool that they keep keep up with what you're doing and granted I've only played one one game in the league so um for them to know so much about how I've you know played throughout the American League and my one game and you know even back to junior it's it's pretty remarkable and I mean it just, I guess it just goes to show that um you know they're they're excited for what the future holds is there any buzz out there about Lanny McDonald's hole in one today <laughs> He had a hole in one. Yeah, yeah, you haven't heard. I haven't not heard yeah. about that. In Cochrane, yeah. You heard <laughs> no, it here first. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, uh, I mean, obviously that's pretty. Do you know which one he, which one he? Were put you it at in? Glen Eagles? No. Okay, so no. he was at the other course. He was at Glen Eagles in in Cochrane. Yeah, at, uh, at Country Hills we had three holes on each par three. Okay. So like one was like fifty thousand, one was like a truck, and one oh. was like tickets or something. Okay. What'd you aim for? Whichever one was closest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Same Tried to put it on the green game. and still missed, so <laughs> it's about how it goes. Uh, we're chatting with Dustin Wolf of the uh, of the Calgary Flames. Hey, Wes and I spoke after your first game. Uh, we spoke, I think it was the next day, to Jordan Sigalet, and it was just it was really neat hearing Siggy uh, talk about it and and how like he was he was very proud Papa and like it was it was pretty neat knowing you know Jordan's a real deadpan guy and and has that dry sense of humor and yet here he was he was so proud and and, and it meant the world to see you get into that first uh, NHL game. I'm curious what the the conversations with you and Jordan Sigalet, Flames director of goaltending, have have been like leading up to that and and since your first NHL game yeah I mean Siggy's the best right he's you know he was there from the day I got drafted um he was like Barbs wasn't here yet um Skapsky wasn't here yet so he's been he's been there since day one that I got here and um you know anything you ever need he's there for you which is awesome um he actually picked me up from the airport a couple of weeks ago when I didn't have a ride so <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 
<laughs> last minute call. Hey, can you pick me up? Sure, I'll be there in 25 minutes. So, um, no, he's been great. Uh, I know there's been some talks with him throughout the summer and obviously last season. Um, you know, hopefully some more opportunity and, and just see where it takes us. The uh, the the goaltending department that he has put together with Jason LaBarbera and, and Mackenzie Skapsky and just is overall like how uh, how how important has that been for your development since since joining the Flames? Critical, critical. I think for a goaltender to have a guy that you believe in that you trust, um, you know, is probably the the biggest part of it. Um, you don't really deal with the head coaches and assistant coaches as much, obviously. Um, but, like, I deal with Skapsky every single day. Um, would deal with Barb's every day if I'm up. Um, and even my first year when Thomas Spear was here, um, you know, he was like a second father to me. So that was, you know, really easy to come to the rink and, you know, have conversations with and find new yeah. new ways to get better. So, um, you know, to have those relationships with the guy you're dealing with each and every day where it doesn't really – necessarily feel like a coaching staff that you're dealing with but he's like you know a dad or a friend to you that it makes things super easy for yourself just a couple more Wes talked about your respect for for Jacob and Dan what's what is uh what's the relationship like with with those two guys and and kind of what what have you been able to glean off of Dan Vladar and and Jacob Markstrom yeah I mean Mark he was he's been there for me ever since every time I've been up at camp um you know he's the first one to come over and congratulate you like hey that was a six save or like congrats on your first win like he's always there for you and um you know Vlad is the same way they're both you know not themselves first they want you to succeed um you know if they find success too it's outstanding but they want you to succeed first and um you know to have two guys like that that are there supporting you and you know I want to do the same for them and um no, I think that's a good relationship and obviously a good, a good battle for him, for us to have each and every day. I just want to jump in with one more because Pat asked you about Mackenzie Skapsky, the goaltending coach with the Wranglers, and Jordan Sigalette, obviously the director of goaltending here at the Saddledome. Like, Mackenzie played two NHL games, and, and Jordan played one. And, and I'm curious what they've passed on to you in terms of the balance between being really proud of the accomplishment of, of getting there and being hungry for more. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we've necessarily talked about that stuff a lot. I mean, um, like Skapsky was very successful in his couple of games that he played, right? right? Um, so, I mean, he, he he did his thing, and he went and played in Europe. And, um, I mean, just each and every day, whether it's stuff that he found that he had success with or, you know, the goaltending position is always evolving and you're finding new things to, you know, makes make saves <laughs> it doesn't matter how you make them if as long as you make them and um i think that's probably the biggest thing is they're always finding new details to to make you better and um you know i think they've done outstanding to this point if i and 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 this is not uh, no offense intended but <laughs> i find i find the position so strange goaltending because you're on a team and you're playing for a team and yet it's such a small fraternity, and on, on any given team, there's only two guys. There's not 12 forwards and seven defensemen or whatever the case may be. And so we always talk about it on the outside, like a 
competition. Who's getting the start? And and yet your teammates, you're in it for a common goal, and you're you're playing for playing time. You want that playing time. How how have you as as your career has evolved? Balance that very from the outside again very strange balance of you're competing with a guy but you also all you want is success for your team and he's one of your teammates yeah of course and i think that's definitely something that's evolved over my last few years of junior and pro um you know you want to you want competition you want to fight for a job you want to fight for playing time um but at the same time you want the very best for the guy next to you you know you're fighting for for wins for fighting for a championship and um no, if they're succeeding, your team's succeeding, which means you're also a part of that and you're finding success. So um, you want the very best for each and every one of them. And um, you know, as long as you're you're winning hockey games and, and having fun, I think that's the the biggest part. Is that the uh, is that that mental approach? Is that key to approaching this year, knowing that now there's three guys that are in the mix for NHL playing time? For sure, yeah. You want to you want to compete. You want to push yourself and push them to be better and um you know that sort of competition makes knowing yourself and your peers better but your team as well and um like i said at the end of the day you need to win hockey games to yep. to win championships so um you know if you're pushing each other to be better and you know finding every little way to to win hockey games that that's the biggest part i think thanks for doing this appreciate the time dustin absolutely my pleasure thanks guys